Hey everyone, this is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap the plot of romance novels in great detail, while going on tangents, cackling maniacally, and hyping amazing authors. You've still got time to order your special HB Read Romance Repeat box from The Ripped Bodice. If you go to readromancerepeat.com and order with the code HEAVING, you get a one-of-a-kind HB keychain in addition to all the carefully selected goodies. You'll also be prepared for a surprise episode in April because we're recapping one of the books you get in the box. Make sure to order this springtime treat by April 1st. And if you're already a subscriber, email hello at therippedbodicela.com and tell them you'd like a keychain included in your April box. We're really excited about this partnership. There's nothing better than surprise romance arriving at your doorstep once a month. And now we have the conclusion to The Roommate by Rosie Dannon. Here we go. Oh, hi, Erin. Hello. (laughs) How are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. Oh, are you? If you're a listener, hi, listener, you might be listening to this a week after we did the first half of The Roommate. Mm -hmm. And since then, you've had seven sleeps of nights. You had nights of sleeps. Gosh, we hope they were good ones. We hope you got a restful sleep. Yeah. Just so you know... As far, if you recall, I didn't sleep. I, we're still here from last time. And <laughs> it's getting a little touch. It's touch and go here, here in the, in the, in the mind of me. Um, but as Melody reminded me before we started recording, we did the covert captain on a time when I had been awake for 20 something hours. 27, like 30 something yeah. hours. Yeah. And. We were super smart for that one, so <laughs> at least we were funny. Like, like we were funny. Yeah, it we was were funny. funny. We weren't yeah. smart. <laughs> we were funny yeah. though. Can I tell you what happened today while I was doing army? Is my neighbor knocked on my door and was like, "We threw our ball for our dog accidentally into your yard. Mm-hmm. Would you go get it?" Which is like a normal thing, except. That there's four feet of snow in my backyard. And you said, go get a new ball. Yeah, it's a tennis fucking ball. It's a fucking tennis ball. I have a feeling tennis, you did not say that, Tennis though. ball fucking. <clears throat> no, I was like, sure. Because Aaron. I'm a moron. And I had like, I had to be back on like this doing doing Zoom training uh-huh. into like two minutes that I was conducting. I was conducting the training and I was like, sure. And then I went... Aaron. There's Adirondack chairs in our backyard that are completely buried under snow. Oh, my God. That's how much snow. It's, like, wasted. And I go hunting for this guy's ball, and then Rooster gets out, and then, like, (laughs) the neighbor's, like, back there shoveling his back lawn. Like, they just got back from being – they were gone all winter until now, and they're shoveling their lawn, which I don't really understand. But that's what they're doing, and then Rooster heard them, and she goes tunneling, tunneling, burrowing (gasps) – into the snow to get to no. the neighbors. Yeah. To tell him what for. Yeah. And then I'm there trying to find a tennis ball in four feet of snow in the middle of my yard. Anyway, my leggings are wet still. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm wearing wool leggings and that happened at two or so in the afternoon. And then I didn't have time to do anything about it. And now they're still damp. They're still damp and it's cold. I'm in damp leggings and it's cold. And I also had to go fish rooster out of burrowing into snow. (laughs) You know what? I think that this could be a really, really good business thing for her. I bet that she could convince your terrible neighbors that she's gonna burrow their snow right out of their yard if she pays that if he pays them six dollars. Oh no. Rooster's never done an honest day's work. She would never No, no she gets she them to would pay never. up front and then you know oh, she forgets yeah, their $6 name and their up address. Front is yeah. is Rooster's real <laughs> situation. Yeah. I oh man, I what a what a strange request that I just said that you what? said yes why to. I, why didn't I just be like <sighs> No, I'm not. No. I'm definitely not doing that. I know you can afford another tennis ball. I'm sure you have several in your house. Get another no. one. Throw better next and time. And then when he knocked on the door, like Rooster was going to get out. Like I was trying to like stop yeah. her with my leg because his dog was there on my front step as well. So Rooster was like, oh, let yeah. me at her. And he's like, if you let your dog out, uh, my my sweet, wonderful, well-behaved dog, she oh, won't hurt your dog. Go fuck yourself. And I was like, well, Rooster won't hurt your dog either. Not for lack of trying. She just doesn't have any teeth. I thought that was a very funny <laughs> joke. Very and, funny. He goes, and he's like, I wasn't worried about it. I was like, shut you. Listen, I know you have a purebred hunting hound or whatever, but like, don't. Rooster could murder Rooster could do a murder. That's right. Rooster's basically the goddess of war. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She she knows some shit. She's seen some shit. She doesn't have a lot of teeth, but she'd wear you down literally with her gums. Yeah, she would. She would never stop. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) She wouldn't stop until you were dead. It would be very slow. It would be a princess bride style to the pain. (laughs) And she would execute it. <sighs> Do you want what? to keep talking about this book, though? We have to. I don't know why you seem so upset about it, other than no, the fact that you fine. stayed up till just, three in the morning just, watching Crash Landing on you instead of I making good, it. healthy choices. <laughs> and you know what, listener? I, this mm. is probably going to be me next week when I have yeah. to watch episode two to recap it on Patreon, and then I won't be able to hit the stop button. So, like, I really should watch how self-righteous I get about this. Mm-hmm. You should. <laughs> and I I would like to check myself, who did a Lady Love last week, um, some rehab wisdom of doing the next right thing. And the next right thing after we get done podcasting is yeah. to dedicate myself to that PowerPoint I have to do by tomorrow, uh-huh. and then go the fuck to sleep. It is the next right thing, Erin. And I know already <laughs> that that's not what i'm going to do and i'm going to really concentrate on doing the next next right thing <laughs> after yeah after the bad i was telling my celebrity friend lauren that um that one time i did a very serious and important trial on about a half hour of sleep due to tessa dare um so this is really i remember nothing. that i won you did so i mean think about that wonder if that prosecutor had a good night's sleep that they did. <laughs> Same. Put it out there. You're so good at this. You want to know who else is really good at their job? Who? Josh. He's oh, so yeah. good at porn. Because his job is doing sex on ladies. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All right. What's going on? What's, what's happening in book? They're building a business, man. They're making that business. Clara, Josh, and Naomi have all teamed up to create a sex ed porn 
website where they're going to teach ladies and their partners how to come better together. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. So Clara has been doing all the like business end of it and it's taken a couple of weeks, but now it's audition day. It's audition day. It's audition day. (sighs) And they really like (laughs) bend over backwards to make sure that it's like really comfortable for everybody Uh. that's coming in and auditioning, which was really like, you know, it's like warm in there. And, yeah. and this is where Josh really shines as a producer director is he knows what it's like to be a performer or a talent or, you know, whatever yeah. he, he calls it. But to, to be that person that's auditioning and how how you're made to feel awkward and how you're made to be feel uncomfortable. And he can avoid those things to make it a safe space. Yeah, it's really, really nice. But mm. before we get in there... Clara is like filling her water bottle or something and Naomi comes over and she's she basically gives her a really awesome pep talk that Mm -hmm. um, Aaron and I subscribe to, which is like, don't suck. Don't Don't suck. suck. Don't. Don't do it. Here's the thing. Naomi could have easily been a villain in this book. Oh, yeah. The ex-girlfriend porn star could have easily been written as a villain and I really appreciated that she was not. And in the one we did for Patreon, the porn star book, the ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. porn star was a villain. And I'm not shitting on that book by saying, you know, like, I'm not trying to, like, do a veil, no. like, passive aggressive toward that book. I just really liked that Naomi was, I don't know how to say it, that they were able to be friends. Yeah. Despite this kind of, like, jealousy complex that Clara had. And, you know, the fact that Clara was dating her, you know, like all these things that could have been between them weren't and they were just supportive of each other. And it was so nice. Yeah. Naomi is level headed and no nonsense Mm -hmm. and take no shit. And she's going to take care of her business. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason that she she discourages Josh from having any sort of relationship with Clara. Because she's like, you just you cannot shit where you eat, especially in this case. I hate that. Everybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds it remind, like what ew. No, I say it too. I'm not shaming you. I yeah, also yeah. say that phrase, but it's such a gross phrase. It reminds me of eating poop, which is another thing that rooster does. <laughs> okay. What? Only frozen ones though. Oh only, only the popsicle kind? Yep. Aw. <laughs> I'll tell you more about it later. I don't want to gross them out too much. But yeah, only frozen ones. Don't know why. Fair enough. All right. So then she's like at a water fountain and this guy comes up behind her and he's like, oh, hey, <sighs> fancy meeting you. And what's a girl like you doing in a place like this, basically? Mm-hmm. And he asked her if she's auditioning and she's like, oh, no, I'm one of the, the casting team or whatever. And he's like, all right, well, if you ever want like a practical demonstration of what porn stars are like you know just let me know mm-hmm. and josh comes over and he's like you put it away You're not, she's not get away stop from it. her and uh, one of the things i i really hate it i you know how i hate the jealousy of the romance heroes yeah but it wasn't that it's that he knew this was this guy is kind of a sleaze bag right he's good at porns but he's he's yeah. bad at yeah, relationships. But I don't want it to be like they were going to date, but any kind of relationship, short-term, long-term, he's just kind of not a good dude. Right. And he was like, listen, if you want to get off with some porn stars, I've got names. I've got right. lists of names that I could give you. Just not that one. He's mm-hmm. gross. Which I really liked. He I did too. willing to hook her up with other dudes. Well, yes, he was. But the the thing that I thought was super important about this conversation is that he says he's not the guy for you. And she says, what? Why? Why would you say that? And he goes, because you need 
a doctor or an accountant or, you mm. know, like somebody like that. And she's like, oh, right. And he goes, wait, what's what just happened? What's the matter with you? And she goes, no, I, kn- I know. I know that I'm not sexy enough or confident enough. Like, I'm not a girl who is like gets to be with a guy like that. Right. And before Josh can contradict her. Naomi starts the audition. She's like, okay, mm-hmm. we got to get started because we've got to line out the door. Like, let's go. And he's just like, I can't tell her how sexy she is. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the audition. And um, Clara does suck. <laughs> Clara. <laughs> Clara. Clara sucks it right up. <laughs> She's a real Debbie Downer for the porn audition, for Man, sure. The moment somebody starts touching their clit, she, like, gets up and sprints out the door, which, like, Clara, it is weird, though. Of course it's weird, but yeah, how, how? Yeah, you've got to, you've got to just grin and bear it. You've got to buckle down. Put yourself in that performer's shoes. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm bearing my all to you, and it makes you run in the other direction. Like, I'm yes. sure that it didn't bother this performer because she's rad, mm-hmm. but, like, Clara, Clara, pull it together. So she goes out and like basically like puts her head between her legs. <laughs> she's she's really freaking out. <laughs> but I like not only is she watching these people do sex stuff in front of her in like she this isn't something she's comfortable with kind of generally watching people do these sorts of things live. Yeah. Oh yeah. But also it's like she's kind of judging them. Like that's that's the component that I think I would be weird about. Like I'm sitting here in a sweater, in a like, um, in yeah. like a folding chair with like a table, taking notes on like good form, great moan. Like right. that's the thing that I would be like. I don't know if I'm cut out for what this is. I hear you. Like, Actually, I don't, yeah. One of my favorite parts of this of this audition sequence before she runs out is that the lady starts like touching on her boobs and doing other stuff, mm-hmm. and both she looks over and both Naomi and Josh are making notes. And so she looks down at her paper and she writes naked. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what else to write. She doesn't want to look like it. a doofus. Uh-huh. Uh, just naked. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Which I think is what I would do. I, I think mean- I would be like, is sex <laughs> does appear to be a human woman. <laughs> You know, like, I really think I would do the same thing. I would be like, yeah, do you do you. <laughs> Looks like sex to me. Check. <laughs> I don't know. So good. Okay, but he, he then sucks and is a doofus and he runs after her to make sure she's okay. But then he does a big comfort. Oh, he does a big Then he big does a big hot pep talk. Then he does like a nice little like neck thing. Oh, there's a her. touch. There's a touch yeah. on her. Do you have it? Because... I feel like I he do. says something so good here. I mean, they I say a bunch of stuff. Um, let's see. She says she thought she could handle this, and but she can't. Josh sat down next to her and brushed the hair off her sweating neck as she worked to regulate her breathing. No, I'm sorry. His eyes traced her face, and he ran his thumb up and down the side of her neck soothingly. This is all my fault. His touch worked like a balm, calming oh. Clara both physically and mentally. What are you talking about? I asked you to make a website featuring naked people, and then I got weak in the knees on day one. <laughs> and he says, there's a big difference between theoretical nudity and the real thing. I knew that, and you didn't, and I saw you blush the moment you realized that we would have to share a bathroom. So I just, I love it's that he... really sweet. He's not like, 
you know, get over it. Like, he at least understands where she's coming from, even though he can't necessarily relate to it. Completely. Yeah. It really is. Okay, so then the, you know, it fades to black on that one, and they finish the auditions. And then it's a couple of weeks later, and it's all from his perspective, and he's like, I really wanted to do this one last errand that we needed to do to get set up without Clara. Mm Mm-hmm. But I could only come on the weekend and she heard my keys and here we are because they're at a sex shop and he mm-hmm. like he's like, I don't know how I'm going to manage being around Clara and like all this sex stuff and like mm-hmm. keep it together. And she's having the same feelings. And but she's also like, I don't think she's ever been to a sex shop. Right. Right. And she's just like, what is this? Yeah. Like, she's like, it's what so is this? What are these? (laughs) She's like picking up anal beads and (laughs) dildos. Okay, like she's very like. Oh, it's so funny. It's really cute. She she picks up a pair of plastic handcuffs and he's like, "No plastic for fifty dollars? I could get out of those in my sleep." And she's like, "Oh, good too. No, yeah." All of his (laughs) comments. She's just like, "Okay, (laughs) neat." (laughs) It's really cute. And then they start talking about how they've been feeling. Because they're thinking about sex all the time. They're, you know, mm-hmm. they're focused on sex all the time, but they're not having sex at all. And it's the first right. time that Josh has gone through a major dry spell in a while. Mm-hmm. And then the the topic of instant gratification comes up because she's like, mm-hmm. you are all about instant gratification and that's how your life has been, you know. But meanwhile, mm-hmm. I, oh, because they're talking about kissing. And she's like, sometimes the idea of a kiss and like the the mm-hmm. thought of how your your person will kiss you is so much better than the actual thing. And he's like, I feel mm. like no, not at all. And she like in depth describes oh. what the thought of a kiss and like what it means and all the sensations of it. Mm-hmm. And he's into it. Yeah. And he's like, I know that when she's talking about this, she's reliving her pining for Everett, but mm-hmm. every time she says he and him, I can easily put myself in that role. And mm-hmm. so he, uh, and so she's like, she's like, yeah, you can think about, you can think about how your the person would grab you or maybe they would be mm-hmm. gentle and it switches to him. And he's like, yeah, I can see the brick wall behind her that I just want to like push her up against. Mm-hmm. And wow, it's a hot, it's a hot. And his biggest thing right now is that this is the last errand they're going to do before he actually has to go home and put pen to paper and write mm-hmm. out his narration and start start crafting what each episode or the scenes and all of that are going to be. And he's really nervous about it. So they finish up this whole thing. And I knew that he was an absolute goner because at the checkout stand, the person checking them out is like, whoa, like, is all of this for business or pleasure? And Clara mm-hmm. said, you might say that pleasure is our business. <laughs> and he thinks that's so hot and cute. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and honey. I recoiled. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, no, Josh, you've got some rose colored glasses on that. <laughs> yeah, to each his own if he likes whatever she's got going on. But I was like, nah, nah. That is some terrible wordplay. So they go home. Oh, boy, do they. And he goes and writes in his bedroom. 
he's going to go write out some scenarios. It's the idea is that like it's stuff that he's going to narrate and then, you know, the performer is going to do and it's to like help couples like to kind of coach them through or coach somebody through with just themselves. Right. Like doing stuff. Yeah. She puts on like <laughs> several layers of flannel, if I remember correctly. She puts on a pair of pajamas that were accidentally sent to her and they're like they're like right. geriatric man pajamas in a size three sizes too big. Right. And she's like, This, surely this will help temper all of my feelings mm. of lust. Like Yes. And she's doing like a big business Google <laughs> on her phone. <laughs> or is. on her um on her uh, laptop and she's just like, I'm doing Business. Um, She's she's trying to figure out a name for the company and doing business. (laughs) And she just keeps thinking like, man, he's in there right now Mm -hmm. writing erotic stories. But I'm doing business. (laughs) I'm such a business woman. (laughs) Yeah. So he comes out and he's like, yeah, you know, like I wrote some stuff. I'm like, I don't know if it's working. Like. Do you, can I like? Do, and do she's you wanna, like, oh, I'll, I'll look at it. And yeah. Goes, <laughs> and she he goes, I actually was thinking maybe I would read it to you because that's like how it Marrying. would go. You know? Yeah. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, we'd if have that's to. what you want to do. Um, and then Love he's like, well, I also board. like wrote some like blocking for what the performer uh-huh. would be doing. So like, would you maybe <laughs> like just for. <laughs> Just to make sure it's okay. Would you maybe want to like participate well, at all? Not, no, he doesn't say that. So he starts reading it and yes. she gives him feedback like, um, your voice is, um, really good. It's like good. sensual without being helpful, um, in sex. And yeah. <laughs> and then, and so then they're, they're like talking through everything. And he, so the whole thing is this exercise would be, if the person was in a couple or wanted to mm-hmm. participate in a couple to make sure that the partner got to see what the woman liked, mm-hmm. the idea is that the woman would share her fantasies while she touches herself so that mm-hmm. the partner can like see the touches that she likes to give herself and maybe can mimic those or, or use those as a, a starting point. Right. So at some point he says we could we could just try it. Yeah, because she's like touching her collarbone, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's definitely a that's definitely a, an arousal thing I should write down. That's a, that's mm-hmm. another cue." And she's like, "Oh God, he can see that I'm aroused." And he's like, "You know, we've really been, gosh, we've been thinking about this for so long, and you know, we are the founders, and mm-hmm. I don't know if we can really like have performers do something that hasn't been thoroughly." like vetted vetted you know? yeah we have to like try it um, out we owe it to the audience it, that's what she says back she's like exercise we, we should ha- absolutely like it would be poor form right if we didn't we would be falling we, down on our responsibilities if we did absolutely. not do this together right now yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. and so she's like so what do i do like do i do I just take off my clothes? And he's like, I mean, if that is a thing that you want to do. And she's like, definitely um, not. I yeah. um, don't like being naked even when I'm alone. I've yeah. never been naked. I'm an ever nude <laughs> with, <laughs> this, uh, with this nightgown on, actually. And he says, would it help if I told you all the things I find sexy about you? And you guys, it's <gasps> so good. It's, it's so such good. a romance. It's such a big, big Swoon. old big romance. All Boner. of the things. Should I read it? Yes, of course you should. Should you read it so it doesn't come out like a hostage situation? 
<laughs> well, there's a lot of good stuff going on. No, come he's, on. <laughs> he says, there's a lot of good stuff going on. He said so quietly she almost didn't catch it. There's the obvious stuff that I notice when you enter a room. He started counting off things on his fingers. Your hair is nice, all shiny and inky. You're always tossing it around. So I get big whiffs of your shampoo when we're sitting on the couch, whether I want it or not. Oh. And then there are your breasts, of course. God, your tits are torture, the way you insist on hiding them in those ridiculous oh. high neck shirts. Why are, you, why are you always doing that? <laughs> they deserve to experience the oh. fresh air. It's summer in Los Angeles, for crying out loud. Uh-huh. He rubbed his jawline as if it pained him. I think I've imagined 20 different ways to rip your top, top off just so I can get a look at them. Uh, they barely begun and already Clara's breath was coming too fast. She might faint. But the stuff that really drives me crazy is settler, he continued. The way your skin feels when I help you out of the car and how you kind of glow in the face region. How you kind of glow in the face oh my region. Gosh. I, also I also like, like that like, thing. Oh. oh, go, go, go. I also like that thing you do where you arch your back when you're stretching in the morning. Oh, and the tiny mole at the top of your lip, like an X marking treasure. Oh, he brought his thumb up to brush the the thin skin. Clara's eyelids grew heavy, yearning filled her throat, making it difficult to breathe. And then this goes on mm-hmm. and on and on. And, and on. he's like, show me what you like. Mm-hmm. And then she she's like, this is professional, right? You know, <laughs> we're and, doing this for the yeah. business. And he's like, yes, absolutely, we're working right now. <laughs> and yes. he says his, his eyes were practically all pupil. And so she's taking off her, her shirt. And then she's like, bra next? And and I think she goes, um, do you want me to stop? And he says, don't you dare. Mm-hmm. Clara got up and turned around so that her back faced him. And then he says, let me help you. And then he says, if you refuse to turn around, there's a good chance I'll spontaneously combust. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's, so she turns around and he says, what I'm about to say is going to sound like a line, but please believe me when I tell you that I've seen thousands of tits in my lifetime and I've never wanted to get my hands and my mouth and if I'm being totally honest, my cock on a pair as much <laughs> as yours. <laughs> it says Clara's face warmed at the ridiculous praise. No one in their right mind would ever think that was a viable line. <laughs> So this keeps going and going, and then he's like, goes please goes. touch yourself. Like, please, please, God, touch yourself. She tells him, a, like, a fantasy. Yeah. Oh, is that? Okay, yeah. Of, like, they're on a beach, and she's, no, like, She's on a beach. And then in her, yeah. in her monologue, she's like, and you're there. Yeah. And, like, and I'm topless, and it says, like, and you're naked. And but you're she's naked. not saying anything about <laughs> that. Right. And then she looks at him, and she goes, you should, you should get it out. And she's mm-hmm. like, and he's like, what, what? She's like, you're, you're cock you should get it out and touch it if you want to oh god is that is that like going too far it's like huge and it's like really boning through the pants you know (laughs) and she's just like uh, just uh, you do do the thing do the thing please yeah and so and so she's like she's like oh no i got carried away i'm so sorry and he goes are you fucking kidding me and immediately (laughs) strips down and then she goes, it's like someone gave a Caravaggio painting a gym membership. Josh stilled his hand around the base of his thick shaft. Is that good? <laughs> She's like, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And then she takes off her pants because he's like, I, I cannot explain to you how bad I want to see you right now. Oh, my gosh. And then it says, fuck me. 
Josh said when she was bare before him. He stopped moving. In fact, she wasn't sure he hadn't stopped breathing. Please touch your pussy, please. I know I'm begging. I know it's not macho or suave or cool, but please, Clara, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Josh ground out. <laughs> Holy it's God. A good, it's a and great then, scene. Boy, and then they do that mutual masturbate. They do it. Ha. Huh. Back to you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> they do it. Um, yeah, it's great. But And they don't touch each other no. the whole time. But it's like, it's an incredible scene. Oh my gosh. Oh, wait, I have to say one more thing. So she comes down from her orgasm. He has spilled all over his stomach. Ugh. So she's like, on the couch is a limp noodle. And it says, nothing had ever felt as good as the illusion Josh wove of wanting her. Because she, he's been working. Yeah, oh. they were working for the business and he was doing the thing that couples would do if they were in love and if they did want each other. He yeah. was saying those lines. Oh. Which is like a rough, but he wasn't. He loves her. He loves her. He loves everything about her. And then that's when she comes up with the with the name. Shapeless. Shameless. Shameless. Oh, I'm so into it. That's going to be the name of their company. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes, most of which include Aaron. Videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. So then... Josh and Schmer, Clara, decide that they're going to have <laughs> Remembering Stuff in 2021, like the characters go. and names. Um, they're going to have a porn party for all their porn friends. No, they're going to have a party for all the new cast members so everybody can get to know each other and... Well, and so that Clara become... can, like, draw some boundaries again. Because she's like, mm -hmm. we're working together. We did mm -hmm. do that tiny mutual masturbate that one time for business. For the client. Yeah, but I'm going to pull it together because I cannot have feelings for him and he would never want me anyway. So, like, we're going to be cool. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel every time I have, like, real feelings of friendship toward you. Like, I feel like <laughs> I back... <laughs> I back up a couple of steps and I'm like, no, we were working. This was for listener. Like, <laughs> I cannot let myself. I thought it would be funny. I thought it would be a funny joke. It was a good one. Thank you. So she's in full, like, hostess mode. She's wearing a white vintage halter top dress. Yeah, she's got, like, a berries. Is. She's doing a dip. She's got a tortilla oh, yeah. chip. She has a punch. He she comes has out. place cards, Aaron. Come she on, She has a Clara. place cards. Come on. He comes out in a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> that's funny. I love a Hawaiian shirt. Uh -huh. she, he's like, she's like, is that what you're wearing? And he's like, is that what you're wearing? Because <laughs> it's like a barbecue with punch and like right. lots of staining things. Anyway, 
So they have all their porn friends there. Yeah, they come over and everybody's a little bit weird and Clara's like mm-hmm. trying to get things going. But then she walks outside and she's about to go up to Naomi and Josh and she sees Naomi do like um a very, very, what's the word that I'm not? Subtle. Subtle. <laughs> surreptitious. Is it surreptitious? <laughs> um, no. Duh. It's like a clandestine clandestine. Yeah. So they're doing this handoff and she's like, what did Naomi just hand? They're like, oh, everything okay, guys? And they're like, yep, mm-hmm. totally cool. Nothing happened here. Wow. Everybody's really stiff and crazy. And she's like, oh, I've got these, I've got these cards inside that create deep thinking conversations. I can go get those. And they're like, Clara, no, no, no stop these it. Are porn people. <laughs> we need to play porn games. Right. So they start playing Never Have I Ever, and Clara, she never has ever. Yeah. This is varsity Never Have I Ever. This is like, I've never banged a world leader. Right. I've never had sex more than seven times in one day. Right. This is, this is varsity level. She says never I've have never I broken a bone, and one of the ladies goes, you mean like a boner? Because I've definitely <laughs> broken somebody's boner during sex. Right. <laughs> She's like, no, like I broke my arm. <laughs> So she goes inside because she's very like, I am not cool here. They're all so cool. And I'm just such a frump and a uh. But once again, Josh comes in and he's like, no, they want, they're just as curious about you as you are about them. They're just as intimidated. Like you are so cool. And then he's like, put up some fingers. We're going to do some never have I ever. With her like accomplishments. Never have I ever gotten a doctorate. Never have I ever started a company. Never oh. have I ever like been brave enough to move across the country. Oh my you know, gosh. All, of her, all the great things about her. And then she can <sighs> put down all her fingers and win. And she was very, it's very, it's a sweet. It makes her feel comfortable. And then I think they do a big hug. Yeah, I think they do a hug. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Boy. And then they do, then they go out again and they play, play flip cup and she's like a closer when it comes to flip cups. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, you, are you really good at flip cups? Do you know you how so much good? I love flip cup? I'm also very good at it. But do you know how much I love flip cup? It's my favorite. Is it a lot? It's my favorite. Sounds like you like it. Outdoor drinking game. Eh, maybe not mm. always outdoors. I, it's my favorite college drinking game. I fucking love a flip cup. I love a flip cup. I also I also will immediately become a monster in flip cup. <laughs> like, yeah, it we, sounds like it. We talked this about me becoming a been monster. Talking, I've been like, never play flip cup with nobody. And I've I played, I've cup. been, I joined a kickball league when I lived in D.C., one Ooh. of those like adult team sports things. Yeah. Oh, man, it was rough. It was, like, on the National Mall, and I had to get from, like, Baltimore to, like, D.C. after work, Yikes. and it was just, like, it was such a mess. I mean, it's a reverse commute, but still. Anyway, <laughs> I still did it because I wanted to make friends, mm-hmm. and after the kickball game, there was a flip cup game every night, and, like, the kickball bracket was, like, not as important as the flip cup yes. bracket that was, uh-huh. like, the side bracket, and I didn't know this. Like, I felt like I could play kickball like that was a low threat sure. sports game. Sure. Flip cup is like my <laughs> I cannot I have such performance anxiety over flip cup like I can't. You know cuz people are cheering and it's like a timed thing totally. and it's in front everybody's of everybody. waiting for you. They're like watching oh, you God, as you like I try can't. to flip the cup. Oh, oh yeah. It is 
it is my if nightmare. If I'm there, I'm definitely heckling as well as as like, you know, aggressively cheering on whoever is still flipping their cup. <laughs> like, it's not, it is it's it not is good. my nightmare. <laughs> and I I don't know whether to be first or middle or last. Like I don't know oh, what's yeah. worst. Totally. And in, 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 in reality it's all the same. It's all time. You know, like but I would always try to position myself in the least conspicuous way or just not play at all be like oh i can't i'm um allergic <laughs> to the plastic I, I broke my pointer finger just now yeah because I... even if you're like oh i'm sorry i'm not drinking you know and then like maybe people don't ask questions because like maybe you have a drinking problem or something <laughs> sure. like that's my hope that, that that's you know, you get what i'm saying yeah, like, yeah. Listen, don't write me emails but like you know maybe people will just end the inquiry there and then you don't have to play flip cup like right. you just say oh I, i'm not drinking or i don't drink maybe somebody thinks you're pregnant like yay and then it's done <laughs> but then they come back they're like well you can do it with root beer and you you're like water <laughs> yeah <laughs> no you have to do it with carbonation in order to even out oh the... that makes sense yeah it does have to be carbonated <sighs> oh wow and you try to be like, I, I was born without hands. Just don't look like I, mm, I don't love want to play flip cup so much. <sighs> so Clara is amazing at flip cup. And she's so amazing that like Josh almost doesn't start his turn because he's floored at how mm -hmm. adeptly Clara has done this. So and they, they win. thought she'd be bad too. They of course they did. sorely underestimated her. Yes. Yeah. So they win. Their side wins. Oh, because oh, because he also picks her first. He's one of the mm -hmm. captains of the team, and he's like, "Wheaton, you're with me." And she's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna be a hostess over here." And he's like, "No, no, no," because in his inner monologue, he's like, "My goal is to make sure that the rest of her night, she doesn't think about anyone else, and she only has fun." And yeah. just like, what a fucking dreamboat. So. Then they He's do the a best. really big, excited, like she jumps into his arms and he swings her around situation because they've mm -hmm. won. And he's like, I can't believe you're so good at that. And she's like, how dare you underestimate me in this very plucky way. And all the while, Naomi, Naomi. is watching. Oh, yeah. And Naomi is like, I don't know. That. Don't like it. Don't love it. Probably won't work out for the best. Yeah. So then... Uh, then they've got a fundraising event for Tony. I thought the next thing was the thing with the gaff tape. The the tape on the thing with the dry humps. You're Tell right. Tell me about Tony and the fundraiser. No, no, oh, okay. no. She's preparing okay. for a Tony fundraiser. I'm sorry. But oh, she's I at see. the studio okay. with him. Sorry. So she's like doing some work at the studio. And like he's like doing this thing where he's like going to all the places on the sound stage or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's blocking and he's like standing on all the tape. And, like, trying to make sure the frames are good and whatever. And he's just, like, going around humping stuff and being like, it, can I hump here? Do they see it? <laughs> and if I hump here, are they going to see it? He's mostly doing, like, a big heavy sigh all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she's like, what? And he's like, somehow, like, all the tape is, like, one foot to the left. And so we need to, like, redo all the tapes or whatever. So then she's like, well, I'll help you because there's obviously two people in the scenes or more. Right. Um, but there's two people in many of these scenes. And so she's like, I mean, yeah, we can do it really quick. And then we've got to go home because I've got a big day tomorrow. But like, I will mm -hmm. help you right now. We can just like right. do the positions or whatever. And he's like, oh, right. We definitely have to do the positions together. And yep. that is the way it has to be done. And you're right. <laughs> this scene <laughs> is gross me out. Yep. <laughs> you too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did not 
I did not drive with this there's team. A, there's a lid for every pot. This is not mine. <laughs> I so they did they did like do they do the position. I think she's on top. She kicks him in the balls one time first. Oh, and then yeah, that was hard. Then they switch positions to girl on top. Yeah, and then she just starts like doing a grind on him. And then like he almost gets her off like just on the dry humping. And I'm just very zoomed out in the scene where they're just like, uh-huh. Dry humping on this stage and like saying the things they're saying to each other. And uh-huh. I was grossed out. And I saw this from Naomi's perspective where it's just like, oh, like look what? at these two hot dummies just like <laughs> dry humping on each other until they just like splooge in their pants. And this yeah. is gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real gross. It was so awkward. Like anybody could have walked in at any time and then they did walk in. And honestly, less awkward would have been full on naked penetrative sex. Yes. Fully less awkward. This is so high school and weird. And like the things that they're saying to each other are so uh, cringy. Uh, You know, like somebody else there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you keep going exactly like, yeah. It's. Wow. And so Naomi walks in and she's like, you know, that would be a lot better with your clothes off. Yeah. And they're like, because this grosses me out. Like, whatever (laughs) this is. This is a love I cannot get behind. (laughs) And I, in that moment, felt the same way. I was very team Naomi. Like, do whatever, have sex, do whatever you want, but don't do this. Like, (laughs) either don't or go all the way, but this (sighs) is rough. So then Clara embarrassed as she should be yeah because this is embarrassing yeah because this this like absolute i don't know pinup comes in this like mm-hmm. hot sexy she's everything that clara thinks she's not right. i mean naomi is not a person who would get caught dry humping in a public space you know humping but not yeah. dry humping not she dry would get caught humping. wet humping and she'd be proud of it the wettest humping there is <laughs> what think about calling sex wet humping <laughs> what's worse calling sex balling or wet humping oh no where are we on that i equally bad <laughs> wet humping you know what wet humping is better because it's fucking hilarious it's so funny you want to go back Do to you my go let's get out here hump? and see if we can uh I mean, wet hump each other. Erin <laughs> just did an eyebrow quirk at me. That was too much. <laughs> <laughs> ah, to think I used to have to do that with no eyebrows. It was just skin that moved up and down. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So then she's like, Clara, I need a minute with Josh. You need to get the fuck out. And she's like, you know what? Yep. I'm never showing my face around here again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then Naomi's like, you cannot fuck Clara. Stop it. Stop it. She, like, there are so Lock many people's up. jobs on the line and she is yeah. the funding. Like, if you freak her out and she fucks off and she decides to pull all of this, all of us mm-hmm. are screwed in the worst or way. if she falls in love with you and I know you, right. you're not Mr. Relationships and you break her heart, there's no way this ends well. Yeah. Like 99 times out of 100, this ends very bad. And it doesn't just end bad for him and her. It ends bad for all of these people. And they have already like part of this is everyone who signed on to this is going to get blacklisted or blackballed or black hatted by black hat. Right. And 
that was something they talked about in the interview process. Like, you know that by coming on to this, you are going to make a huge career sacrifice. Yeah. And that's kind of the reason why, you know, like they're throwing parties, they're trying to be really good to their staff. And so it's like they've all gone out on a ledge for this project. And then he's gambling with it. Potentially going to super fuck it up. Yeah, he's taking a huge risk and being very reckless with it because he, you know, wants to wet hump with with Clara. He really does. He wants to yeah. do that wet hump. No, but it did break my heart because um, he looks at Naomi and he, and he goes, what if she's different? Mm-hmm. Like, what if this yeah. is different? And Naomi's like, you can't take that chance. No. Yeah. That's what you I'm saying. Can't. 99 times out of 100, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, like, what What are the chances that this is a happily ever after? Two issues here, though. Sure. The Naomi thing, which I was like, oh, this is a great conflict between yeah. these two. Yeah. This is incredible. It never really pays off, though. Like, that yeah. does not end up being the conflict. Like, Naomi finding out and walking never happens. Mm-hmm. And... I kind of resented that about the book because it really set me up for that. And then Mm. that specter of that threat never, they never even worried about it again. You know, like after they got together. No, they didn't. Yeah. I mean, the only reason that didn't bother me is just because it was such, it was such a quick fall apart. Like if they had been, if they had been together for weeks, then yeah, I would have thought Naomi was a bigger deal, but you know. We'll get to but it. Before before they start having sex and doing their relationship, it's not even something that he even thinks about. Yeah, it is. Not not like in the moment. That's what no, that's why know. he was like completely avoiding her. Yeah. After this moment, he avoids her for like a week as much as he possibly can. He's going out with the crew, he's staying out, he's not being at home, you know. And I he guess does I just that. wanted this to be more of a conflict when they like go out to the movies or they like go on a date like yeah. later on when they're dating. Yeah. And it's just not. Yeah. The other thing is at the end when he's described when he's saying well, she might be different or she might be mm-hmm. the one or you know whatever to her and he's like you know she's really like shy and she's very like insecure and all this stuff but sometimes she gets the this look on her face. Yeah. Like she could eat nails for breakfast and I'm like does she, though? Because I've seen nothing out of Clara ah. that would make me think that she's, like, serious, like secretly, like, super tough. Like, that's not yeah part of it. And it doesn't need to be. You don't need to be a super tough, eats nails, spits nails, whatever, right, person to get Josh, to deserve Josh. But it seemed weird that, like, it was that, like, edge to her that he really liked when... When she's around him, she is all, oh, my God, I'm not good enough. I'm not sexy enough. I need comforts. Like, that's that's her whole thing around him. I thought that that was more in her inner monologue. I never got that impression from her from his perspective. Mm-hmm. That's you know? what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, no, but I mean, I never got the I'm not good enough for him impression from when when I'm in his head. She's always saying, yeah, but she's always saying out loud, I'm not sexy. I'm not, you know, I don't fit in with your friends. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's and true. it's like, I just don't see this like hardcore take charge. <laughs> sure, sure, know. sure. Yeah, but, I think I think the thing that I just glommed on to when he's talking to Naomi in particular is like, I think this could be different because the only time I believe in myself is when I'm around Clara. Yes. Yes, because no, like, she that's believes the thing in that me. I want him to be yeah. attracted to. Yeah, yeah, 
And I think, I mean, I think that is a lot of what he's attracted mm-hmm. to. And I think, I think maybe it's not like the, the spits nails kind of strength, but more that she's made it so abundantly clear how scandal averse she is, how much mm-hmm. her family means to her and all of that. And she's still actively making the choices to go after what she wants and to take risks and all of that. And I think that, I think that that's the kind of strength that he means. That's when that's he says least, that she eats nails for breakfast. Did he say that? Yes, that's the thing. That's how it, sh- that's how this chapter closes. Oh, so um, he couldn't reconcile Naomi's words with Clara's action. I don't know what that means. But he says, um, it sounds ridiculous. Oh, because she says that she's basically like a, a sex worker tourist. Ah, okay. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, I know, but for the first time in my life, somebody wants me to live up to my potential, whatever oh. the fuck that means. And I wish that were the thing. You know, it's like, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. She says, I know. Her mouth sat in a thin, straight line. He says, I think she's, she thinks she's soft, but sometimes she gets this look in her eyes. I don't even know how to describe it. Naomi sighed, like she could eat nails for breakfast. Josh smiled at his shoes. Yeah. When Naomi spoke, her voice came out deadly serious. That's why I made you swear. And I wish it were the other thing. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like she's got this edge or something that's like the secret weapon that like really draws her to him. And it's like, I haven't seen that secret weapon from her. Fair. But that's fine. She doesn't need to eat nails for breakfast. Like, that's that's a different type of person. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, not part of her character. Huh. Fair enough. It stood out to me. Naomi can eat nails for breakfast. I'll tell you that much. Yes, that's the thing. And that's why when she's like, that's why I made you swear. I'm like, well, if that's the thing that he's attracted to, then he'd be with you. Mm -hmm. If that's his, like, ace, you know, like, oh, that's my kryptonite, like, or catnip or whatever. Right. You know? Whatever. I, yeah, that's it was true. Just one, it's one teensy tiny thing in a very, very good world. Oh, this is so okay. good. So good. All right. So now it's a few days later. She's having a bad day. Yeah. And we get like the backstory of him ignoring her. Like he got back yes. in the car and they didn't really speak. And right. uh, she drove them home because he's still like, you know, there. she's still driving with him like a student driver, which is really cute. Mm-hmm. And um, then he's been like going out. She's a little bit worried because she stayed up really late last last night because she was waiting for him to come home. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I can see how I think maybe Tiffany looks at him and maybe he's in bed right now with like Naomi and Tiffany and who knows. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's all twisted up. But Mm -hmm. because of that, she slept in. Right. And, like, a bunch of stuff happened. It was, like, just a cascade of terrible. She overslept yeah. and she, like, a bunch of stuff culminating in the bus not coming. So then she calls her boss and says, hey, can you just start this extremely important meeting without me because I missed the bus? And the boss is like, no, I need the paper copies of the right. whatevers that you have in your hands. And so she's like, okay, I guess I have to steal his Corvette and drive it to my yeah. The Corvette that he has never let her drive without him right there. And But last week, he did give her his spare keys to the Corvette. He and did. And so she feels like she's betraying him, but she doesn't want to ask permission because right. what if he says no? He might say no. And yeah. like, ugh. And then she does crash that Corvette. She gets hit. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. So she's driving in like two blocks from the office, of course. She gets walloped by this dude who doesn't know his way around California. Mm-hmm. 
And so then the next chapter, she's in the hospital mm-hmm. and Josh comes in and he's got these like wilted flowers and he's mm-hmm. like, is there, is there a maybe felon in here named Clara Wheaton that <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to come visit? And like, he's so cute and he's just like looking her over to make sure she's whole. She's so scared she didn't call him or anything. She's just so scared that he's going to be so upset about his Corvette because yeah. it's his favorite thing in the whole world. And he's very like, no, you're my you're favorite thing my in the favorite whole world. Thing. And he tells this like beautiful story about how he got the Corvette from his grandfather. It was grandfather's like prized possession, but his family didn't have money to buy him a car. And so the grandfather gave him the Corvette because people are more important than things. And oh, it's and just, the joy, it's just yeah. Oh, and that's why it's his favorite thing is because that's what it means to him that people are more important, and she's more important than any Corvette. Although he did really like that Corvette. <sighs> I mean, you know. Oh, it's great. But then also, she gets flowers from Everett. Yes, and they say when love she gets home, Everett. Yeah, and she's never gotten a something that says love Everett from him, mm. and she's like, "Wow, do I feel a way about a love from Everett?" I don't know if I do. And then she goes and like starts looking through all those mementos of Everett. No, you're really skipping over that shower. There's a shower. One moment. I'm sorry. One moment. So they go home and he's like, you are. Thank you. He's like, you are an invalid. I need to take care of you. I need to like. This isn't like that day, though. This is like the next day. Yeah, she she because she gets discharged. Right. Right. And so she's like trying to go around the house and and do all the normal things. And he's like, you can't. You, the doctor said not to raise your arms above your waist. Like, stop mm-hmm. it. Let me help you. I am so tall. I am ready to like do anything for you. Just stop. And so he's standing outside the bathroom door as she's trying to shower. And he's he can hear Ouch. her like whimpering. Uh, <laughs> um so he's like clara let me in let me help you you need help so she finally relents and lets him into the bathroom and of course he pops a big giant boner seeing her in a towel she keeps trying to wrap the towel tighter but it's just like pushing her boobs together more and he's like like she's trying to be more conservative but he is like making the opposite happen and so he gets <sighs> in with his underwear on because he wants to, like, you know, put some distance and make her feel comfortable and, you know, not make her stare at his raging boner. Mm-hmm. And so he's washing her up and she starts just, like, melting under his ministrations. And mm-hmm. he, she's, he's, like, washing her hair and then he's washing all over and he's like, I have to wash lower now. I have to wash everywhere. Which is crazy because she can reach her lady parts. The problem is up here. The problem is not. I mean, down but there. he he like he goes down to her feet, which I think maybe Listen, bending might I'm be an fine. issue. Bending might be an issue, but uh-huh. I'm just saying your hands are very close to your like butt and your lady parts. Completely. I feel like she could get it. Oh yeah, just put it on. <laughs> just like penguins could, you know? Ping- penguins could even get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> he kneels down and. <laughs> Are you just visualizing a giant penguin in the shower? I am. Being like, waddle, waddle, waddle. Waddle, waddle, waddle. I got it. I, got it. I think it's like the I'm only thing penguins can wash. Yeah. They can't I'm wash their hair. They can't wash vagina. their face. They can only wash their penguin vaginas. That's the only place they can get to. That's what I was thinking. Same. Oh, 
Can't okay. wash their penguin feet. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't even think they can wash their penguin butt. Just the no. vagina. Just the penguin vagina. Maybe a teeny tiny bit of tum tum. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They could wash another penguin. Oh yeah, they, if they could. wanted to. That's yeah. why they mate for life. I bet. Oh. <laughs> in fact, I've read that in science. Same, same me too. Mm-hmm. A science I did read magazine. It in science. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of those journals that come yes. out periodically. Penguin, <laughs> penguin bath journal. <laughs> penguin <laughs> hygiene weekly. They've been doing great work since 1989. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So he kneels down and he lifts her foot up onto his knee, basically, so that he could mm-hmm. wash. And her eyes are like fully closed and she's completely enraptured by all mm-hmm. of the relaxing wonderful that's happening. And meanwhile, he's he's getting a full eyeful of her vagina because mm-hmm. let's review she's Captain Morganing onto his knee. Yes. And also he likes it. Oh yeah. Oh he's a big <laughs> fan. I'd say yeah, he, he loves it. So then he goes to stand back up and she's fully head head tilted back, mouth slightly open, ready, just presenting herself to kiss mm-hmm. him. And he freaks out because he's like, she's injured. I'm a pervert. I'm a monster. I have to get away mm-hmm. from her. I can't take advantage of her. She's in pain, right? And mm-hmm. so he runs away, and then she does a big confuse because was that a rejection? Does be, mm-hmm. he obviously thinks of her as like a friend or a sister or as somebody who's not glamorous and and booby? You know? Yeah. Oh, and he oh. like he feels like he hurt her. Like it's just yeah, it's rough because she like falls. She fell a little bit. Oh, yeah, she, she does She does a tiny bit of a slip. Yeah. He, like, tried to press his body against her. He was like, okay, I'm going to make this move. And then she oh, kind of, yeah. like, slipped and fell. Yeah. It, and he's like, ah. It, he catches her, though. Just yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But then he's like, ah, I just hurt her, you know? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need. Because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent Would Always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent Would Always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. So then, Erin, what is she? Does she go through a box of mementos or something? Maybe she does. Let me. 
Well, they check. <laughs> oh, it is after. This is what this was. What the problem is? It's after the shower that she gets the flowers from Everett. Yes, that's it's that's it. The next right. day, and then and then after the flowers is when she goes through those mementos. So she sits out on the porch. Yeah, and she's going through all the old photos of her and Everett, and then he comes out, and they have a big, like a warm summer, like citronella oh, candle night. porch moment. Yeah, you guys, I really miss. I really miss like a summer, like a warm summer night. Oh, same. Yeah, I need one badly soon. You have warm summer nights. I haven't had a warm summer night in months. I haven't had a warm summer night in years. Well, we don't I, have them. I the didn't sun make doesn't the go down. To live in Alaska. I'm just saying I miss them. You don't <laughs> really miss them. That I much. do. A, oh my god. You. I miss them more probably because really? I they're they're in really? my active memory. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, she's sitting out there on the porch having her warm summer centronella <laughs> candle moment, and she's going through all these mementos and she's showing him pictures of herself in like in like her awkward years, and she's like, "It's mm-hmm. been nice though because since Josh doesn't see me as a sexual being, I haven't had mm-hmm. to worry about like eating tidily in front of him. I haven't had to worry about anything. I don't care mm-hmm. that he's seeing all my... the things she thinks about around Everett. Yeah. I don't care that he's going to see a bunch of my awkward phases because he's right. Josh and I know he likes me for me, just not sexually. Mm-hmm. And he's seeing how long she's been hung up on Everett. Like yeah. he was thinking, oh, it's like maybe like a college crush she had. Like right. he didn't realize that she's been hung up on Everett her whole life since she was like six years old. And he finds out now that one of the reasons she's liked him so much is that she knows that he would make her mom proud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Josh, of course, gets a knife to his heart on that one because yeah. her family's ideas about her mean so much to her Mm -hmm. and they would never accept a porn star for right a future Mm son-in-law and she's just like you know he just doesn't like me like that like it's just you know like he's he's just never going to see me as hot and that's what i've got to like kind of accept and then and josh loses his mind (sighs) it's on it's so hot he says listen I can't think of a polite way to tell you oh my God. that if that guy, Josh, pointed at the photo of Everett where it lay on the ground, doesn't drop down on his knees and beg to fuck you, he's a moron. Yes. He threw up his hands. If he doesn't wake up every morning and pray for the privilege of kissing you and touching you and God just looking at you, then something within him is deeply deranged. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Clara's mouth fell open. Every sound except Josh's voice faded away. Clara. Some of the darkness in his gaze receded. If Everett can't see that you are ethically, painfully beautiful and so oh sexy, gosh. he closed his eyes as if the pain of the as if <sighs> in pain for a moment. Did I practically rub myself raw thinking about the way your mouth moves? Then he's the one who's pathetic and he's making the biggest mistake of his miserable life. Oh my gosh. It's just such, you guys, that's what we call like a big romance. That was a big romance. That's a big giant romance, I would say. That was a a very big romance. Oh my gosh. So he's like freaking out. So the chapter switches and now it's in his perspective. And he's Mm -hmm. like, holy fuck, I just said all of that out loud. Like we can never come back from this. I can never undo this. And so 
he like he blows out the candle because he can't he can't have light in this mm-hmm. situation anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's that mm-hmm. much. And he's like, what are you thinking? Oh, his confession left him cracked open and bleeding at her feet. You guys, it's so good. This oh. writing is so good. It's, it's so good. She's so good at writing. Oh, my God. This book. Ah. <laughs> so then Clara says, you're saying you want me? The words trembled in the night air. And then he's thinking to himself, like, uh, like, how can I avoid direct confrontation? Like, do I lie? Do I tell do I tell her like I was only thinking I was only talking about masturbating to you metaphorically like how do I <laughs> and then he decides to just tell the truth and he says um, I definitely want you but to be clear I'm not asking for anything here I know you don't think about me like that and then she goes uh are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <sighs> and then she goes so this is what this feels like and he's like what are you talking about it's, she says, it's like somebody shook a soda can and opened it inside my chest. And then Josh, just like he has every other time, he's so adorable. He goes, oh, any chance that's pleasant? And she goes, it's amazing. That's such a like good metaphor. Uh, just like, let me crawl inside your beautiful brain, Rosie Dan. I know. I know. I beautiful, know. Just hot genius. Oh, God. So and then... then then um wow so then Sorry. she's like so he's like how amazing exactly and she goes let's just say that when i imagine the most incredible moment of my life i'm usually wearing a better outfit and so then he runs his thumb across her jawline mapping the topography of her face as he drew their mouths together he watched her eyelashes flutter closed if you'd like i'm prepared to help you out of those pajamas <laughs> and then they do their first kiss let's review this is melody's special special times kink is he has done a big old cunnilingus finger a little bit less cunnilingus more finger right he did a big cunnilingus the first thing he did was a was a big cunnilingus yeah no it was over the pan just mostly a finger just because you use a dental dam does not you're, make it not sex. Man, you're Whoa. right. Hey, wow. bing boom bong with Aaron. <laughs> just because you practice safe sex, humility does not make it not sex. And just because it is not a penetrative sex does not make it not sex, okay? Wow. Wow. Oh, you're flipping your hair oh, look at me. and shaking your boobs. No, it's <laughs> just like you. I feel I feel awake somehow. Like I'm <laughs> like I've woken. Like I'm. Oh, you feel woke. liberated. I feel woke. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like. Oh my gosh, I'm not sleepy at all from watching 13 hours of Crash Landing on You last night. Did you come alive on that soapbox? I. <laughs> yeah, let me step down real quick. I, oh my gosh, I don't even remember setting up this soapbox, and yet it's here and I was on it. Oh my gosh, it felt so good. That's how it happens to me, too. Did it, does it feel good when you do it? No, uh-huh. I don't think it does because oh, it, it just felt good. It felt a lot better when I did it to you. <laughs> I, I'm certain that this felt better to, for me than it has ever felt for you. I know it. You 
you're burning me hard, and it is amazing. <laughs> trolling. You are. Right. Trolling anyway. is my love language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Receiving or just giving? Both. <laughs> oh, really? Right. That's why we're friends. If I you s- like being trolled, oh, yeah. boy, do I have a friend for you, yeah. and it's me and also Melody. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you what I did to Michael this week? Do you troll him? Oh, yeah, hard. He, at one point, so I have an issue, all right? I don't, (laughs) I don't push in chairs, (laughs) okay? It just is hard. I don't often do it. Oh, you did. You sent me this video. Oh, okay. So Uh I, um, so one, the night before, Michael was like, in our second decade together, I am going to get you to push in your chairs. That's I've got nine more years, and I feel like I can do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So then the day after I came into the dining room, two, three of our six dining room chairs were out because I had Mm -hmm. sat in them at some point and then not pushed them back in. And so I videoed myself, and I it was a selfie video, and I was like, so I just thought I would um, do something for you. Something a little, I don't know, sexy. <laughs> and then I pan the camera over to my hand on the chair and I push it in. And then I bring mm. the camera back to myself and I said, ooh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love, though, that it wasn't like when you got up from the chair. Like, you still didn't do it at the time. No. <laughs> it was like later you were like, oh, I have an idea. Those are out already. Yeah. Oh, man. And the thing I got back was uh, a text from him that said, yeah, our second decade is going to be so awesome. (laughs) Have you been married 10 years? No. No, not married. No, we've been together 10 years. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) We're coming up on our six year wedding anniversary. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So then they um, have sex. What? Oh, my God. So then. Wow. I'm so sorry. I like teleported out of my body. So they're okay. So then they do this big smooch and then like Mm -hmm. they they're making out and Josh, oh, it's all in his head. And so he's like, he's like trying to make sure that he doesn't just like maul her like he Mm -hmm. wants to because he says she just wants to be mauled. Oh my God. (laughs) I know. But he says to himself, you only get a chance with a girl like Clara once. And so he's going to make it the best she's ever had in her whole life. And that's just it. So, like, he pushes her up against the the back door or, like, right there. And she, she like, str- or maybe she pushes him against the back door. What happens? Mm-hmm. I don't know. One of her legs ends up around him. It's yeah. so hot. He does then- the thing where he puts his legs between her legs. Oh, they yeah. do, like, another dry hump. But because you know that it's right before that wet hump, you're fine yes, with it. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> You're like, this is just a prelude to a wet hump. Right. So that's fine. What What a memoir title. What prelude a to a wet hump. <laughs> You're writing that down, right? For you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a book called Prelude to a Wet Hump. I bet you guys are really excited to read it. Maybe that'll be our um our collection of memoir essays that we write about romance. <laughs> okay. Sure. Prelude to a wet hump. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but then it sounds like we then it sounds like we read romance novels to like get into like then it then it's you know what I mean I do <laughs> prelude to mean. a wet hump. Memoirs about romance are like these books are preludes to wet humps, which is right. not true, and that's not a hundred percent true. It's not a hundred percent untrue. No, always. certainly not. But it's also not. <laughs> It, they're books. They're just books. They're books, books that we love reading. What books did we read that was like she was like starting a romance novel in preparation to masturbate? It's like, honey. Oh my God. So boo. much. Pages. Halloween boo. The boo. one Halloween boo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then they go to the bedroom and he asks her if she's okay with the lights on. And mm. she she's like, yes, I am. Even though she usually is absolutely not. But she she feels wants like, to see him. She yeah. feels comfortable. Yeah. And oh my gosh. And so he goes down on her, like for real. Like it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a full cuddling wow. this time. No, that's for real. <laughs> so no. would you say that having oh. sex with a condom is not for real? And then when you get to do it without a condom, it's sex for real? Fuck you. Is that what no. you would say? What I'm saying is I I'm rising to the bait. I'm doing it. I can't believe I'm doing it. You but what I meant, do, you always rise to the bait. <laughs> I, know, I always rise to the bait. God damn it. What I meant was he doesn't like he did most of the kissing on her legs and stuff and then oh. he used his fingers on her actual mm. clitoris. That's what I meant. He doesn't mm. do use his mouth mm. over her mound. Okay, Aaron? He did, but just through the panties. I I don't remember that. He 100% did. Okay. 100%. All right. Oh, yeah. maybe that was like the start. And then he started, yeah. you know, doing there the dirty DJ There was a lot of DJ hot breath there. going on. Hot breath. Man, one yeah. time at Big nope. Al's. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love that I got out? Nope. Before you said Big Al's. Because I just. I, you just knew. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do want to know later though. I will tell you. Um Okay. So, <laughs> Should we just let them wonder what Big Al's is if it's like a bait and tackle shop or <laughs> your uncle's house like it How could be anything <laughs> it could be it was in peoria <laughs> illinois though and i feel like they can do with that information what they will fair enough it's a very googleable <laughs> <laughs> melody and i lived there for a couple of years <laughs> okay so then wow and then they do have the rest of that sex oh no 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 wait no no sorry so no so no so he goes down on her she does a big cum and then after that uh oh he starts kissing her again after he gets totally naked and she sees his his dick like in the context of oh my god that's gonna go inside me yeah how is that Mm -hmm. gonna happen and Mm -hmm. so she does a nervous giggle as they're making Mm -hmm. out and he's like what just happened and she's like i'm sorry i have inappropriate reactions to stress and he goes, mm-hmm. my dick is stressing you out. And she says, yeah, it kind of is. And then he and then he his face falls and he's like, oh, I I get that. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, I, I, I understand. Like, you're probably thinking, like, where has it been and my job and all the things. And she's like, oh, my she she actually cannot make words to contradict him. And so she just she just dives onto his cock. And starts mm-hmm. blowing him. And he's like, what's mm-hmm. it? Oh, no. <laughs> so it's so wonderful. 
It's cute and hot at the same time. It's cute hot. And then they have like soul transforming penetrative sex. Like, mm-hmm. it's just. Oh, she also says things like, I don't have any moves. And he says, you let me worry about the moves. Mm-hmm. But these two, man. But he also confirms that she does, in fact, have moves. Oh, yeah. She just doesn't know it. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. You have to read it. It's so good. So and then good. after that, it's like three in the morning and he doesn't want the night to end mm-hmm. because he just wants to spend the rest of time with her, really. Again, he he just kind of thinks <sighs> he has one shot at this before she comes to her senses. Yeah. So he suggests they go out for pancakes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have a big day tomorrow. And then she can tell that he's like, he was really excited about this. And she's like, you know what? No, I can be a person who like lives large and takes mm-hmm. risks and and does the silly thing because I know it's going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so they go to this drag diner in West Hollywood and it's the cutest thing. And then they draw on the table because they have like butcher paper on every table and they give them crayons. And so she says, let's do like a contest where we draw ourselves together, mm-hmm. you know, and so he draws them as stick figures who are like going on an adventure and he has mm-hmm. a sword and a baguette because he just wants to take care of them in every way. Mm-hmm. And then she draws. Doesn't she like think the baguette's his dick or something like that? Like, isn't there something with the baguette? I can't remember now. It's just that she's like, there was something if that's funny. a sword, what's in your other hand? And he's like, yeah, oh, that's something a baguette. Like that. yeah. And then he, she says something like, I've never met anybody who loves baked goods as much as you do. <laughs> Right. But then she draws, I'm not going to remember the name of the artist. No. It's in a somebody no, we're just style. Not. But it's like what we get from this is that she's like smart and she is she's like art a history. classical. Yeah. Art, yeah, she is an art history grad school and she, they're like floating in the sky or something. Yeah, he's but like, they, are we swimming? Is a big romance. It is. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, are we swimming? And she goes, no, we're in the sky. And she drew herself like tucked up under his arm. And he like just can't get over how mm-hmm. romantic and swoon worthy it is. Meanwhile, and, and so he looks at her and he's like, I have something to tell you. And he's about to just spill his heart and be like, I'm mm. in love with you. I want to be with you. But then the waffles come. God <sighs> damn it. So then they do eat those delicious waffles. And as they go, they're about to go home, he sends her to the door so that he can rip out her drawing and put it in his pocket. That's sweet. Oh, my God. You know, I fell in love with my husband while drawing with crayons on a paper at a restaurant at a place. everything. That's it. That's it. That's how we fell in love. How? Um, But we were drawing um, Trogdor, the (laughs) Bermanator. The (laughs) Bermanator. You know. Bermanating the peasants. Uh Uh-huh. Burninating the countryside. That's it. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah. I'll tell you the whole story sometime. I just, it's too, David would hate it. David would hate it. But I anyway, that's it. how yeah. we fell in love. That's why our, um, that's why our wedding had the, the paper. Oh, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Okay. So now it's the next day and they're both in the studio and they're like, being super cute and he's trying to stay away from her because he like cannot keep his cool and he didn't keep my trogdor though he didn't rip up that paper and put <gasps> it in his wallet david david why didn't you keep my trogdor i don't know why didn't you keep it 
Why didn't he keep my front it door? It is when you fell in love, David. You know what? It's when I fell in love. I don't know when he fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> Never. He might still be working on it. Really, I should have kept his truck door now that I think about it. All right. Moving wow, on. Wow. Aaron is such a jerk. I wow, just did Aaron. a full wow. 180. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so they're at the studio and she's like looking over um, editing stuff and she's getting much more comfortable with looking at people being naked and touching themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. a it's a big impress. Mm -hmm. So basically, this whole scene is to give us Naomi's backstory. Set up the next book. Yeah. Yeah. The TLDR is that Naomi was the victim of revenge porn in high school. And so she was like, fuck everyone. I'm leaving forever. And I'm just going to saturate the market with naked images of myself so that I can take power back. And it's going to be my decision. And I'm going to do that. Oh, man. It's a really beautiful moment between Naomi and Clara. And it's really sweet. And then they have tickets to Rocky that mm-hmm. Clara bought and asked him to go to like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Very but early. But now it's a date. But now it's a big date. And he is so cute Aaron I'm actually actively mad at Rosie Dannon because in my recent memory at the very least I do not remember a time when I was feeling so palpably high with a character like everything I mean he is so cute he like dressed up and he can't get over like the fact that he's actually on a date with her And everything is like, I'm going to tell her tonight that I love her and that I want to be with her and that we can do anything together. And she's so beautiful. And like, Mm -hmm. it's just his thoughts in this chapter are such a big romance. But then fuck stick. They see some of her coworkers and she like distances herself. They see the DA and the campaign people. Mm -hmm. And she goes as far. So she had just been, they came out of Rocky she had like pushed him up against a wall and was like kissing him Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be a double feature he says we've got a couple minutes before we have to go back in and she says let's watch the second movie at home Mm -hmm. and so he's like oh my gosh like this this girl is perfect you're perfect i can't believe this they're leaving and she has to she wants to go back for her cardigan and that's when she sees all these people. So she's already pretty far away from him. It says like 12 steps, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the DA is like, oh, Clara, I was going to ask you to come to this. But Jill said that you already had an appointment, something to do. And she goes, oh, is this is this your young man pointing to Josh? And mm-hmm. She goes, what? No, God, no, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. I, I was just asking him where the bathroom was. Yeah. And then she looks over at him and she says, thank you so much for telling me. And he he says, no problem. And then starts walking his heartbroken legs to the door. And then she follows him out to the parking lot. And she's like, Josh, 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 I'm so sorry. Like, they're politicians. It was so weird. And he's like, where's your cardigan? You didn't even get it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't care about the cardigan. I care about you. And that's when he starts doing, like, the big defensive. No, no, it's totally fine. Like, we were just mm-hmm. having sex anyway. It's really not a big deal. Totally cool. <sighs> And she can't stop apologizing. And they sleep apart that night. Mm-hmm. And he is, he's heartbroken. Mm-hmm. He has been crushed. And mm-hmm. I, Rosie Dannon, 
God damn was you. also I was also crushed. I have been crushed. Crushed. Both times I read this. The second time, knowing what was going to happen, I'm like riveted to the book. Just crushed. Crushed. <sighs> we have to pick it up, though. We do. I'm going to literally die. My you brain is do. turning off at a big, <laughs> incredible pace. We do. <laughs> Things are shutting down. It's like... It's like the what? What's the Pixar when they're inside the brain of the girl? Joy? No. Inside but she's out. There. Inside yeah. out, and it like the parts are shutting off. Okay. Cool. <laughs> lights Perfect. are lights are turning off. Lights are dimming. Then they get in big fight. Well, yeah, because um, okay, so Clara gets fired from the PR situation because Black Hat has outed her as yes. being the silent backer of this of this. There's like an article. Yeah. Yes, and so she immediately thinks like, "Oh my God, did Josh do this to me?" Because she doesn't mm-hmm. think about devious Black Hat. Who else would know right. her name? And you know, so she goes home and she's like cleaning furiously, and he comes home and she's like, "Did you do this to me?" And he's like, what are you talking about? No, of course I didn't. This has Black Hat written all over it. Look, my agent's name is literally in there. And the agent has been working with them. Mm-hmm. And so they're like going back and forth. And finally, he just snaps. And he's like, I think that the real issue here is that you're, you don't want your real dirty secret to come out. Like, you don't want your family knowing that you've been fucking a porn star. And, oh, God, it's, it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. And so... She's very taken aback and hurt. And so she's like, what is your problem? What is going on? And he goes, isn't it obvious? I'm in love with you. And you just keep on rejecting me, basically, in every way. I, I'm never... Because he says, he says, I never had a chance, did I? Mm-hmm. And then this whole thing comes out. Oh. And she's like, this isn't love. Like, you yelling at me, like, the yeah. way you're treating me, this is not what love is. So if you think this is love, like, you're really wrong because, right. like, you're being super crazy and mean at me right now. Yeah. Um, and so she's, she like, leaves. very She wrong. packs up and she leaves. Yeah. So then Josh, uh, once again, <sighs> just even crushed her, more crushed it. Mm-hmm. He goes and, like, drives aimlessly, but then he shows up at his parents' house. And we find out that he hasn't spoken to his parents in two years, not because they rejected him, but because... He was worried he, they would reject him, and so he ran away first and changed his number and, and changed his email and moved in with his girlfriend and, like, hasn't talked to his mom in two years. And she, the first, oh, I I, uh, I strive to be this mom someday. I know. She, he drives up, and she goes, wow, you look a lot like my kid. And then he comes over, and, like, after they speak for a little while, he starts crying, and she's like, come in. And he, he, she feeds him and they share a grilled cheese. And she's like, it was never the fact that you were you were having sex on camera. I've always only wanted you to be happy and fulfilled and all of those things. It was just a shock. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't even let me get over the shock. Mm-hmm. So he makes up with them and then realizes that he's done the same thing to Clara. He pushed her away before she mm-hmm. was able to push him away. And then mm-hmm. we switch over and Clara's in Vegas, you guys. She's in Vegas. She went to go see that not even hot dummy Everett. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's looking like a million bucks in this super hot dress and she goes up to him basically to like sort of get closure because she's mm-hmm. come to the realization that she could never get closure from Everett because Everett was never a part of the equation. It mm-hmm. was all her projection of her feelings right. on him. And so she just needs to do this. So they have a whole talk. He's like, I know this makes me a shitty person, but I've always known you were in love with me. And I just ignored it because I didn't want to lose you in the really right. awesome, convenient ways that I enjoyed you. 
And she's like, yeah, that totally blows. So they do a whole, like, we can be friends still, but also fuck you. And then um, she's like, I need a favor. Give me your keys. Because she's now feeling like I need to get back to Josh as soon as possible because I know exactly what I want. And the most empowering feeling I can imagine right now is getting behind the wheel of a car and fearlessly driving to what From I Vegas want. to, yeah. yeah. and just to go capture my destiny. Mm-hmm. So she shows up the next day, like the next that's morning. That's a big drive. I used that's to a, do that drive fairly yeah. frequently. Yeah, that's a big, big drive. drive. She shows up in the middle of a live interview where Josh has just been like, we are not cl- talking about Clara Wheaton at all. Because he's still doing a protect. Yeah. She comes in and she's like, I need to tell you something. It was never just sex with us. I'm completely in love with you as well. And I need listener to know. Yeah. And I want to be with you. And I know that I messed up. And I know that we've got obstacles ahead of us. But like, we can do it. And then there's a moment where she like goes really close to the microphone. And she's like, but for the record, the sex was completely amazing. It was like the best <laughs> It was ever. really great. Like, I can't and I'm even. about to have it again with him in the yeah. stairwell right now. And so he looks at her and he says, great speech. And she goes, I know, I got a little sidetracked with the whole really good sex thing. And he, and he chuckles and he's like, you you brought it back. And then they do a big giant kiss. And the way that it comes back with Naomi is that she's learning that they've been boning. And she's like, mm-hmm. but, yes. you know, it's fine now. So then they go and they fuck in the stairwell. They, they do some reunion. Stairwell. Yeah, they do some reunion sex in the stairwell. God, it's incredible. And then she gets called to the office. And so he drives her to the PR office. And she finds out that he has been doing a big, I'm going to save the world and hopefully my relationship too. Because the flash drive that he got from Naomi is a metric fuck ton of evidence and interviews and all the shit. That was the handoff at the party. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's all this evidence about Black Hat being awful fuckers that need to be put out of business. And so mm-hmm. she finds out that, like, he went to the DA personally and he's, like, going to testify. And it's a mm-hmm. whole big thing. And he's like, and I know that you can rehire Clara and you can, like, we can fix this from a PR standpoint and she can get her job back. And so then, like, they get left in a room alone. Oh, he says... I, I'm not going to go into the meeting. And she says, no, you do need to come into the meeting because if nothing else, I want you to meet my aunt. You need to meet my family. And he's like, lead the way. Here I go. I'm going to meet the family. Ah! And so, wow, they're going to be together forever. And that's it. So two years later is the epilogue. Tony Granger won her reelection campaign. Josh is no longer in porn, which I really wanted to have time to talk about. But it's all right. We talked about it on Patreon. Mel would like it if he still did porn. I really wanted him to still be in porn. You know, mm-hmm. he just, he really liked it. He but loved it's, it. It's okay. So instead, they're both still working for Shameless. So he is mm-hmm. porn adjacent still, mm-hmm. but he's decided to train as a professional witness so that he can create more equity in the porn industry overall and be like mm-hmm. sort of an activist and a, a helper in that he's way. an advocate, yeah. And they're engaged, and it was announced in the society papers, and their parents love everybody. Everybody's parent, mm-hmm. everybody gets along, and it's adorable. So that's the end. That's the end. Wow. You had me take notes on all of that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, you, told you, me I had to, <laughs> you told me I had to speed it up. I was worried. But I took I just want everyone to know. <laughs> Melody told me to take notes on the last half of the book, and Aaron did, and Aaron could have done it. 
if um <laughs> needed. <laughs> Do you have lady love? I'm sorry, I took over. No, I like it when you take over. I just wanted you to know that I could have done it. I hear if you. it was necessary. I would have delivered. I I hear okay. you. Okay, my lady love is so especially since pandemic because I've been cloistered inside and I've also been a bit of a depression and like you know I haven't been as active or whatever my joints have been hurting like crazy like there was a while where I had to wear a wrist brace to bed because I have lost so much like muscle density that I just kept injuring myself and I keep pulling my back and I keep like pulling other things it's just like the worst and so I've made a commitment to myself that I'm strength training And it's not about anything other than like getting strong and feeling okay again so that I don't keep on chronically and repeatedly injuring myself by like sneezing or looking to the right (laughs) or getting out of bed or bending over. Like it's <laughs> it's been hard over here. You got so hurt from sneezing. <laughs> you were so hurt for weeks and I totally forgot about it until right now. Yes. Oh my god, you were so hurt though. It's I not funny. So it's not hurt. funny. It was so serious, but it was but it's funny. hilarious now because how the fuck? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm move any of your body and everyone asked you what you did. It was a a sneeze. (laughs) Yes. What a great day. God. It was a terrible day. (laughs) So my lady love is like, do we gotta take care of your body? Like it doesn't have to be about anything else other than being strong enough to carry around (sighs) your form in a way that feels good you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway and so i'm so sore and i i forgot how much i miss being sore like oh strength training man and it's just with like 10 20 pound weights you know very i'm I'm starting light i'm being smart about it because once again i was in a wrist brace for weeks for literally no reason mm-hmm. there was i didn't i did never injure it i <laughs> just all of a sudden couldn't put any pressure on it anymore so that's my lady love it's a good one thank you hey hbs did you um <laughs> hey uh, all i Here can think go. about is like have you do you like do you have a bed <laughs> lay in it but what <laughs> i had what and i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna i'm gonna do a weird powerpoint that's like <laughs> weird that i'm gonna have to fix in the morning <laughs> and then i'm gonna watch that show and I'm Aaron, fix it. don't don't watch the show. I'm gonna be. Do weird I need to? It. Do I need to lock you out of your Netflix? I will. You can't do that. I will call That's a David. Crime. I'll lock you David's out of your not, Netflix. David is not the boss of me. He's <laughs> no, but he he's knows your a, password and he can change it. He doesn't. No, he is in um, rural Alaska and does not have access to these things right now. So. He's actually stranded in a blizzard right now in rural Alaska. So I'd like to see him try to stop me (laughs) from watching my (laughs) K-dramas. Hey, HBs. Did you gain 30 pounds during COVID? You did, like everyone. Yep. Just go go buy the new clothes. Just go. Do it. Things things are opening up. Your pants don't fit. And that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And you feel uncomfortable. And you can only wear two shirts. 
and you're feeling bad about yourself and you're thinking to yourself, I'm not going to go buy new pants and shirts. You got to just do it. It's the weight's just going to come right off after I and it's not. It's not. That's not. There's. It may, but you're going to have to wear clothes in the meantime. Yeah, you need to find some clothes that make you feel comfortable and good and not like you're squeezy all the time, like Mm -hmm. you're tugging on stuff and you're squeezy, you know, just buck up and do it. And I'm not, I'm very privileged to be able to buy new clothes and I understand some people can't, but if you have the means to do so, just do it for yourself. It's such a, it's such a nice thing that you can do for yourself so you don't feel bad all the time. Right. Because it's, it's not about anything other than being super comfortable like you'll feel so much better about yourself regardless of any changes to your body you're just gonna feel good it's so normal everyone gained a lot of weight this year and i just feel like actually yeah that's i mean so it's also backed by science because we're we're like genetically programmed to gain weight during stressful times Mm. or hold on to calories during stressful times because in our caveman years stress equaled no food and so Mm. your metabolism shuts down Mm -hmm. and you like start conserving yeah we are scientists and um (laughs) we have science and um here's the thing one of the things to make yourself feel not bad about yourself is to not have to like squeeze into last year's pants so just it's a really simple thing you can do if you have the means to do it so just do it just do it just go online and order go online and order those pants just like you went out online and ordered your groceries it's not hard just do it yeah get the cheapest ones they don't have to be nice they don't have to be nice they just have to be the right size yep in fact buy the cheap ones because you might not need them that long you know yeah absolutely all right all right you can find us on all the places. You know where. Look in the show notes. I'm going to yeah. link everything. It's going to be great. Oh, thank you. We, love, so follow you. we love talking to you on social media, and we're really fun there. So come follow us. Yeah. So, Erin, keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love a penguin washing its own vagina <laughs> and the vagina of another penguin. These penguins then, are gay. Yeah, and you know ones. what? They're, yeah. they're washing their vaginas so that they can go do that wet hump. Love yourself as much as you love two. That's a penguin penguins. Two clean penguins, just like squeaky, 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 doing that wet hump. Wet humping. Yeah. Probably sounds like that fish doing the tap dance from Echo Schmer. Splat, 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 splat. Squishy, squish. Squishy, squish, 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 squish. Shuffle off the buffalo. All right, bye. (laughs) Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show.